Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested, you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it, including this podcast, uh, for a weekly basis. So please do get in touch if you're interested in that. My email address is in the section below. And without further ado, shall we get started? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Good morning how are you diddling excellent me too thank you very much for asking welcome to another live broadcast of dazed confused and generally buggered my daily live video where i talk to you about social media about video what you could be doing differently yourself what you can do to try and get your brand and your business out there a little bit further than you maybe currently are doing at all at the moment with your social media content uh, because let's face it there's so much you can do on social media that will not cost you a single penny uh, first things first then who am i if you're brand new to the broadcasts uh, we're live currently on twitch periscope twitter youtube facebook instagram and also on the perception studios website who are perception studios well i'm simon skulls and i'm the founder and creative director of perception studios these guys right here and uh, we're an award-winning visual marketing agency based in the uk and we help brands and businesses create content that's visual so video animation aerial work photography graphics to really help them stand out on their platforms of choice. So wherever they're putting social media content that hits hard, we help them create content that really hits even harder so that we can put money behind it and actually get more people to see their brand and potentially buy from their brand. Now, it came quite clear a few years ago that not literally every single business could necessarily afford to have content created for them on a regular basis. So what did we decide to do? We wanted to help smaller brands, smaller businesses, even the bigger brands and businesses who have a smaller marketing budget understand what they could do themselves for free. Because even the businesses who are turning over 100, 200, 300,000 pounds a year, which sounds like a healthy amount of money, they might not necessarily have a big marketing budget, but what could they do themselves? What could they use social media for? What could they use digital marketing for to get themselves out there further? But most importantly, for free my favorite four letter word. So I came up with the how to nine times your social media process, help people understand what they can do for free, won't cost them a penny, and then they can start creating content on a weekly basis that can be put out every single day onto multiple channels, making sure that they're removing friction for all different types of audiences, but also speaking to their main audience in their specific place and so on and so forth. So. That's essentially what these broadcasts are about on a daily basis, answering your social media and video questions, helping you understand what you could do a little bit better with your social media, with your branding. And then sometimes it might need us to have a bit of a one-to-one, -one, in which case we need to look at some consultancy or what have you. But generally, there's a lot of generic information I can give you that can really help you. And that's what I've been doing every single day during this crazy lockdown situation that we've been in around the globe. And we're all in this situation together. 
yes, we're all dealing with in different ways. We've all got different things happening to us, but we're all in the same situation, whether we're dealing with it differently or not. And um, for me, I'm starting to really struggle. I'll be absolutely honest with you. Um, I'm daddy daycare on a daily basis. I have to plan my live videos around when he goes to sleep. It's about the only respite I get all day um, from eight o'clock in the morning till about seven o'clock in the evening when my wife gets home as she's an NHS key worker. Um, he's with me and that's it. And it's brilliant and I love it and I love him. But also, oh my God, he's becoming a pain in the ass. <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving on. And uh, we're going to talk today about Snapchat. And uh, we're going to try and help you understand a little bit about if you spend a bit of money, um, is it worth worth looking at as a platform? And I think for some brands and some businesses, I think it's really worth looking at as a platform for putting some money behind some advertising. Uh, so we're going to have a chat about that. Also, uh, like I say, answering your questions as well. And I've got some questions that have come in that I'm going to answer too. Uh, good morning to Ed, who's uh, tuned in this morning. Happy Tuesday to you as well, Ed. Uh, I got myself all confused earlier on. I thought it was Monday. I forgot we'd had a bank holiday in the UK. Not that any day feels any different to any other day at the moment. Every day feels like a bank holiday Monday as much as every day feels like a Tuesday. Um, so, yeah. Um, but anyway, happy Tuesday, Ed. Uh, good morning to you. Thank you very much for joining us on Facebook. Um, okay, so Snapchat. For those of you who don't know what it is, I can't obviously show you because at the moment I'm streaming live on Instagram. Um, but for those of you who don't know what Snapchat is, Snapchat is another social media site. Um, it's aimed at a slightly younger audience, a little bit like TikTok, uh, but the audience is aging up again, as I've said for years and years, that Snapchat will age up slowly but surely. Um, it's not quite as popular as some, as some of the other channels. It's kind of held a happy medium. It has about 200 million daily users um, and basically it's a photo and video sharing site. Initially it was the original Instagram stories. So Instagram stories took their idea and put it onto Instagram. So Snapchat was the idea behind I'm going to create a piece of content, you're going to get to see it for a very short period of time. Now, initially when Snapchat launched, it was for three seconds. So you got to see a piece of content for three seconds and then it was gone. So people were taking photos of themselves in dubious positions um, and it got a bit of bad press. So they worked on trying to get around that. Obviously, it's not something you can stop people from doing, but um, they tried to make it more child-friendly, more uh, friendly as a, to users and stuff like that. And um, so they, they ended up making up the, the stories idea. And the idea behind stories was that you create content and you tell the story of your day. So again, and I've talk, talked about this a lot in the past, you give that behind-the-scenes effect of your day. So you look at some of the big creators on there, they're showing different things that they're doing throughout the day, uh, whether it be Kim Kardashian off to a product launch and then she's looking after the kids with Kanye or whether it be someone like me showing you looking after Max and then making some lunch and then doing a live broadcast and so on and so forth. So that's essentially the idea behind Snapchat is what you potentially do on Instagram stories, you could transpose that and put it onto Snapchat quite easily. It's a slightly younger audience, although of the numbers that are using it, around about 70% of the audience are under the age of 34. Now, I like to think that people probably have got money to spend and could potentially be an ambassador or at least an advocate of a brand from around a point when they can start spending. Well, that could be a much younger age than 34, but about 70% are under the age of 34. If you want to go for a slightly older age group, 
still 30% of the audience, still 30% of that 200 million people every single day are over the age of 34, which is why people will poo-poo the idea of using things like TikTok and using the idea of, of Snapchat, but their audience is still on there. There is still 30% of 200 million daily users using Snapchat. Why would you not, if you're creating content for TikTok or creating content for Instagram stories, put that content onto Snapchat as well? It's just a no-brainer. Why would you not do that? Why would you not potentially talk to all those possible people? That's a lot of people. Yeah? That's, uh, let's think, 60 million potential users on a daily basis you could be talking to. If you could get 60 million people, that's effectively the UK, slightly less, but not much, slightly less than the entire population of the UK. If you could get that many people interested or at least looking at your content, would you not be happy? Even if you got 5% of that 60 million, I think I'd be pretty happy with that. Even 1% of that 60 million would be pretty good. So don't poo-poo the idea of a, piece of a content creation platform just because you believe it's for a younger audience. It ain't anymore. Social media is for being social and for building value and giving value to the audience. Now, there are times where selling comes in, and I think selling um, on Snapchat is a huge opportunity that a lot of people are missing out on because a lot of the other platforms, even though right now they're dropping their prices because of everything everybody's going through, so they've seen a big drop-off of people advertising. Snapchat's advertising has always been relatively affordable anyway. It's always been a little bit lower than everybody else, and there's three different ways of, of advertising on Snapchat. So it's it's finding which one of those is actually going to work for you as a brand or as a business. So you've got Snapchat ads, which are a little bit like Instagram story ads. They're slightly shorter. They are a vertical video, just like Instagram story adverts. And they're about 10 seconds long. And you can have interactive stuff in there. You can have a call to action. Uh, people can click on a specific link. Just, just think of Instagram story ads and transpose it onto Snapchat. It's a huge opportunity. Um, and definitely I've seen some great brands using it. Gatorade have done stuff on there. Um, Serena Williams winning like the Grand Slam through Gatorade, that was on there. That was a, just a really cool piece of content. There's all sorts of things on there. I would definitely recommend speaking to a creative agency if you're looking at creating a Snapchat advert or even an Instagram story advert because those guys will understand more about creating vertical video content than you possibly will do. There are all sorts of different aspect ratios to content and different content will work in different places. It's the same as posting a video on YouTube. You wouldn't just then take that video and initially post it onto Facebook because Facebook actually prefers a different aspect ratio. It doesn't mean it won't put it out. It just means it doesn't look as good as it possibly could do if it was a different aspect ratio. So those creative agencies that you could potentially work with will understand vertical video way better than you could. So this is why this particular section is about actually spending some money, putting some money behind your brand, some behind your business, and creating some content that's going to work on different platforms. Right now, we're talking about Snapchat, but some of these ideas could work across multiple platforms. Snap ads then, so really cheap, well worth looking into, 10-second, short, succinct adverts in the vertical platform brilliant. You then have uh, what are called sponsored geo filters. So what the hell's a geo filter, I ask you. Um, okay, so this is basically where 
you can cover off a different location. So the, 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 the software you can put in there, yes, okay, look at where I am, and it will recognize where you are in the world. And if you've got a brand with multiple branches, even better, but you could still have a single branch. So, for example, I used to go and drink coffee at a place called Harrison's Coffee in Newbury. They don't exist anymore. They're not in Newbury anymore. Um, they're somewhere in London. Um, but anyway, I used to go to Harrison's Coffee. They could have had or paid for a sponsored geo filter so that when anybody went past their store or went into their store and bought a coffee, they could take a Snapchat of it and post the Harrison's geo filter over the top so people then could see that piece of content and go and find them themselves on a local basis. So they could have that piece of content pushed out to anybody else who was also local and then that would be seen by them and they could potentially go, oh, I'm fancy a coffee, let's go and find Harrison's. Where are they? Geofilter. Okay, geographically, that's where they are. We'll go there. And loads of different brands have been using it as well. Um, you've got people like Michael Kors as well have been using this kind of thing. Um, Cheerios used it as well um, because you don't even necessarily have to just do it behind a specific product. You could do it behind a specific day. So it could be National Coffee Day so you could have National Coffee Day sponsored by Harrison's Coffee in in Newbury. And then people would see that particular geofilter. So it's thinking a little bit side outside the box and also getting somebody to, again, help you understand how geofilters work, creating the geofilter in the first place as well, because it's not just as simple as just going, I want to have one, chucking on your logo. But have a look into that. That's another way of spending some money on Snapchat and getting your content out to a potentially wider audience. Really interesting way of doing it. The final one is um, what they call a sponsored lens. Um, slightly more interactive than a geofilter. So a geofilter, you can put it on your content. That's it, done. A sponsored lens, you must have seen these. Um, more so probably on Instagram stories, but Snapchat were the originators of them again. Um, things like somebody opening their mouth and it looking like they're throwing up a rainbow that was a sponsored lens. And so you could create a sponsored lens for your brand, for your business, be it maybe, I don't know, um, leaning back and somebody pouring coffee and then suddenly a face, a hand pours coffee into your mouth and the cup's got Harrison's coffee written on it, that kind of thing. So what could you do with your brand that could become a little bit interactive like that, almost a little bit like playing Pokemon Go and in the real world, it's not there, but you put the screen in the way and you can see it. Almost a little bit like that, a little bit like VR, but not quite as um, as intelligent as that, but the same kind of aspect. So those are the three different ways of actually using Snapchat to your advantage. You could do something a little bit different. Don't get me wrong, there are other platforms now which will offer these kind of things. Um, TikTok, not so much at the moment, but it's going to come along. It's going to happen. They're going to start sponsoring some of the filters that they put out and all that kind of thing. They have paid for adverts on there already, so they're going to get more clever and actually allow people to do lots of different things very, very soon. They're going to really go hard and monetize the platform. So if you're not on there already, I would definitely look at getting on there. But Snapchat is a great opportunity right now. If you're already a brand, you're already a business, and you're already posting this stuff on TikTok and on Instagram stories, start posting on Snapchat, build a brand, build an audience, and then start using some of these advertising tools that are available to you. They're so powerful. And right now, 
they're really cheap compared to other stuff. Yes, okay, you're most likely going to have to get a creative agency involved and pay them for the privilege of creating that vertical advert or helping you create a lens or helping you create a geofilter. But the potential return could be much bigger. So don't look at it necessarily as the cost upfront, but think about it as what they could potentially bring in or that particular advert could bring in for your brand. 60 million people, remember, over the age of 34. Get 5% of that, okay? Yeah, you've got 3 million people seeing your content. Okay, 5% of that. Okay, so that would be 150,000 people potentially liking that piece of content. And then another 5% maybe becoming a purchaser. So you've got 7,500 people could be become a customer or at least become a hot lead. Seven and a half. Who wouldn't want seven and a half thousand potential hot leads for a little bit of spend on Snapchat? So you've got to start thinking outside the box a little bit. Okay, yes, having an advert created for your brand might cost you a couple of grand, but if you're going to bring seven and a half thousand clients, potential clients in, it's worth thinking about, isn't it? Okay, hopefully that has kind of covered off Snapchat a little bit. Well, the paid for side of Snapchat anyway. We haven't really spoken much about Snapchat, which is why I thought I would put it in today's broadcast. And hopefully that's uh, helped you understand it a little bit better. It's it's an interesting platform. It's something to go and play with. Um, it's constantly evolving, to be fair, because they're trying, because everybody else steals their ideas, they're constantly trying to be different um, rather than actually probably just sticking to what they were good at um, in the first place. And so they've kind of confused matters a little bit with the platform, but I think it's still a, a really powerful place to be putting your content out. I don't, by my own admission, put anywhere near enough content out on Snapchat, and I should be. I should be putting way more out, um, and maybe that's something I need to start rectifying probably soon because I'm creating all this content from these lives anyway. Oops, sorry, Instagram Live, knocking you over there. Um, I'm creating all this content anyway, so I might as well make good use of it. Uh, anyway, right, let's have a look and see if we've got any questions coming through. Nothing on Instagram Live at the moment. If you're watching on Instagram Live, say hello. That would be lovely. And uh, the same as well on whatever platform you're watching. Uh, just drop a message in and say hello. And if you've got any questions about social media, about video, or even about Snapchat, uh, we can do our best to try and answer them today or on future broadcasts. Okay. I know a lot of people are looking to go and enjoy the sunshine. So we're going to go through just a couple of questions that I've had sent through and then I'll let you go off and enjoy the, enjoy the rays unless you're in the back garden enjoying them anyway. In which case I'm very jealous. Um, right. Cause I don't have a back garden. Okay. Let's have a look. Okay. First question came in from Eugene. Um, I'm a chef currently creating educational cooking content to teach people how to cook at a more practical level. Okay. What do you think is going to be the best strategy to grow in 2020 in a space that is already super saturated? Okay. For me, I think you've got huge potential across all platforms. The big one that you want to be looking at, and I've already spoken about it this morning, TikTok. The organic potential on there is absolutely enormous, especially for what you're doing. Now, I use TikTok on a regular basis. I go on there, scroll through, comment on people's content as much as I possibly can do. There's a few people I've seen, not lots, but about two or three on um, some of the regular content that's going out um, that are creating meals for people. And they're just going, okay, what do you need? You need almonds, you need almond powder, you need oats, and you need some raspberry jam. What we're going to make, we're going to make raspberry. We're going to make a raspberry tray bake, and then they just go bang, 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 bang. Show the content, make the tray bake in sixty seconds, and it's done. I think that kind of content 
could work really, really well for you. And the fact that it's under 60 seconds means you could then use it on Instagram. You could put it out as an Instagram story. You could, you'd have to chop it up into 15 second pieces, but that's simple enough if you're able to edit in the first place. Um, you could still put those out onto YouTube and call them one minute meals. Uh, you could put stuff out onto uh, Snapchat. Again, same as Instagram stories, cut them down to 15 second bite sized pieces. There's lots of places you could put that content. And I think it'd be really, really powerful. So, I would look at making that content and then sticking it out, getting it out for as many people to see as humanly possible. Yes, you're going to have to think about aspect ratios. So you're going to have to make content specific to TikTok, which is in a vertical ratio, and then potentially edit it so that it still has everything that it needs within the square, the square, and actually then create that for Instagram and for Facebook and for YouTube and so on and so forth. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you've got a huge potential there of creating content that's really going to hit hard especially right now if you make that content not only practical but affordable because a lot of people are struggling money-wise at the moment a lot of people are looking like they're potentially going to fall out of work completely or they're going to have a lot of work cancelled on them or at least withheld that means they're not going to have a lot of money coming in i think if you were creating content for them specifically on places like uh, instagram and tiktok right now i think you'd fly because people really, there's a lot of people struggling in the world at the moment in this current situation. And so if you're creating content for them and how they can create quick meals really easily or quick desserts that aren't going to cost a fortune, you're, you're going to be, yeah, I, th I think you're onto a winner there. So Eugene, start creating those short 60-second pieces of content. Get them out everywhere. Write, the, write a blog as the recipe. So I've been creating this meal, blah, blah, blah. It works out at 60 pence per portion, and this will make six portions. Bang, here you go. And just, yeah, I think you, I think you could create content right across the board with that and really smash it, absolutely smash it. Hopefully that helps. Okay, uh, quick look, see if we've got any questions. Nothing on Instagram Live at the moment and nothing on the general platforms. Like I said, don't forget to say you're here. I know you're there. I can see people tuning in, uh, so please do say hello. Um, okay, Karen has uh, dropped a question into me. Uh, I want to help my husband's business grow. He works in the gardening industry. What can I do? It's all about value. If, you're look if you mean to help him grow specifically on social, it's all about value. It's all about the value he can give and that you can help him give. Um, so maybe you could become like his social media manager. If he's the face of the business, he kind of needs to be on the content. You might not necessarily be happy about it, in which case there are ways around it, but you need to be giving value out to people. There's a lot of people out there who can't afford a gardener or don't have a garden big enough to necessarily warrant having a gardener. Um, some people only have a garden like the size of this little corner that I have right here. So rather than completely forgetting about those people, you don't know who they know. You don't know who they might recommend you to. So create content for everybody that's giving value. So, for example, how to mow a lawn or how to plant seeds on a lawn so that the lawn works really well. What type of different grass seeds are there? That's just grass. And I've only come up with three things straight off the top of my head. You could talk about different plants, what perennials people could plant, what works well with other things, because obviously not every plant works well planted with something else. Something else might strangle another one. Um, how to, I don't know, uh, work with clay type soil. Um, there's all sorts of value. Somebody who's a gardener who knows what they're doing could actually give to people. Um, so get 
some content created behind giving that value, um, be it, like I say, your husband presenting it or you presenting it with your husband maybe on camera just doing what's got to be done or, or just like a, a textual um, PowerPoint story of you've got a bush, this is how you prune it, but whatever, just start creating some content that's some value. And again, putting it out there a little bit like Eugene, maybe try and keep it under 60 seconds. Those 60 second gardening tips, they're short, succinct. People aren't going to get bored of watching the whole thing. They're going to stay with you and, and create some content around that. Now, for me, I would take him through the whole how to nine times your social media process because I think he should be doing blogs about the same thing. He should be doing live videos about the same thing, showing himself doing it on live video, taking that live video, editing it to smaller bite-sized chunks so people can get value from those. He should be creating visuals, pictures, photos, with wording on them, memes that are giving those hints and tips as well. Um, he should have a podcast where he's talking to other gardeners, maybe people who are customers who are happy to be on the podcast with him, people who are non-gardeners, people who are complete experts, even could reach out there, ask Monty Don to be on it, whatever. But start creating more content, but definitely giving the value out there, I think is um, I think is, is a huge thing. So Karen, you can help your husband's business grow by um, getting him to start creating more content. I don't know how much he's doing, but it probably isn't enough. So get him to start creating some more, putting more stuff out there, before and after photos of gardens, but all the time, not just now and again. Do them every single day. He's working every single day, so surely there must be a before and after every single day that he can take a photo of. Um, even if it's, here's the grass before, here's the grass after. Oh, we've got lines in it. Do you know how to get lines in grass? This is how you do it. And teaching people simple things that necessarily they might not want to pay a gardener to do for them because they don't have the cash, like I say, or a big enough garden, but they're going to get some value from you. And when we can eventually go down the pub again, they're going to go down the pub and go, hey, Colin, I learned this the other day. Have you tried it on your grass? No. Oh, well, go and watch this video. And then Colin watches it and goes, I can't be asked to do that. This bloke's local. Let's get him down. Get him to cut our grass into the lines. And there you go. It's as simple as that. I know it sounds very, very simple to try and get a client like that, but you just, you never know who you're talking to on your content. I don't know who's tuned in right now. It could be a brand new audience every single day. And one of those people could be a multi-million pound conglomerate CEO who's thinking we need more visual creative content for our brand and for our business. I'm going to go and chat to these guys and see what they can do because this guy um, is friendly and he's northern and he's cheeky and I quite like to work with him. And you just, I never know. You just never know. So, um, yeah, always, always put out the value. Just keep doing it, keep doing it, and keep doing it. Don't get despondent when you don't get the audience numbers that you're really hoping for because you just don't know who's going to share it and who they're going to share it with. Okay? Excellent. Good. Get on it, Karen. As soon as I finish this, I want you to start making more content for your husband's business or at least tell him he needs to start creating more content if he's happy to be on camera. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. Dusted. No questions on Instagram Live. Let's just quickly check in. Hello to Darren very much. Thank you very much for joining us, by the way. And also uh, Latex Fashion as well. And um, whoever joined us on all the other platforms, I can't see all your names, unfortunately, because it doesn't tell me them. But um, thank you very much for joining us on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, and on YouTube as well. Um, if you're brand new, as always, please do hit the subscribe button. And uh, also, if you can be bothered, 
once you've hit that subscribe button, whether it be with your thumb or with your mouse, just move ever so slightly to one side and click share. Doesn't take much, but if you share this content with your audience, more people get to get some value and uh, hopefully we can grow the audience on the shows, get more questions coming in, make it more valuable to you um, and to to me as well. Let's be honest. It'd be great to have a bigger audience. Anyway, right. I'm going to shoot off and go and finish my brew and do some work. So I will see you tomorrow for another live broadcast, hopefully around about 1130. No promises. Can't guarantee what he's going to do. He's sleeping at the moment, but he could be wide awake at this time tomorrow. We just don't know. Anyway, have a good one. Uh, stay safe. Thank you very much for watching. As always, it still astounds me every single day that I get people tuning in to watch the live broadcast. So thank you so much um, and have a good rest of your Tuesday and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.